Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart, Data Access Golf. Thanks for hopping on with uh, me again today. Really appreciate it. I got a very um, cool question that came in. It's, uh, it's one that we've never talked about. Um, those are always the best kind. So I thought that we would uh, just have a quick discussion about it. So before we get into it, it's about lie angle. At address, at an impact. How important is it? Sounds like a good thing to talk about. Let's do it. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Some technical issues, still getting used to it. But hey, yeah, thanks for joining me. So yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit about Lying. I thought this was actually a really cool question, a great question, and it's actually something that I do think about, and I think that the pros think about, and I'm just going to kind of hop right in. So, obviously, when we hit a golf club, we start with our initial lie angle, right? So, we have the club sitting something like this, right? And then we take the club back, and we come in, and then depending on what we do within our swing, we might have it toe down, we might have it toe up but it changes a little bit. Now, typically in a golf swing, because we're on a, right, because we're swinging the golf club on a tilted axis, right, this is how it sits. So because we're swinging on a tilted axis, it tends to come inside, come from the inside and then back around us, right, around our spines. And so with centrifugal force, as it's coming in, we tend to see the club do a little of this, where it starts to go toe down a little bit, okay? And that's just, you know, it's centrifugal force, that just happens, right? It, gravity pulls it down a little bit as we're swinging faster. And so then how much is th of this is okay? If you start here, how much of this in degrees is okay where we can still hit the ball solidly? And it's a great, it's a great conversation because if you, if you take the club up like this, it changes the direction and, and the lie. And if you take it down like this, it changes the direction and the lie, right? Just a little bit. It's not completely square all the way through there, right? So anyway, so that's what we wanted to talk about really quickly today. And if we can learn something from the pros. So what I did is I ran, at, I got to the phone and I, I saved photos on here. And this is such a good program. I definitely want to recommend it. So I'm going to go to my phone really quickly here. So this is my phone. So this V1 Golf app right here is awesome. Okay, so I would recommend everybody go down and take a look at that because you can download this thing and it's got a, oh dear, it's got, they've got some improvements going on. I'm trying to do it with my, so and anyway, I use this app, excuse me, you can't even see it. Yeah, you can. So I use this app all the time to um, look at different swings and analyze different swings. So what I did is I just kind of went in and... So I went into this app and I pulled out some saved swings that I have of different PGA Tour pros that I like to look at and kind of see. And I went to kind of give, I've always been told that, that you want to keep, it's kind of a Johnny Miller thing. He used to say that he would walk up and down the range and he would be able to tell if, if you were a good player or not based on if you were able to return the club back to its initial position, right? And the closer, the better. Okay, that makes some sense. So we would then expect if we went and looked at tour pros, 
for them to start the club here and return, return it somewhere very close to here, right? Maybe a little down. So that's what I wanted to go take a look at. And so I just pulled a few of the players that I had and I started drawing lines. And that's what's really cool about this program is you can draw lines and stuff on, uh, you can draw, can I do that? Boom, boom. Let me see. You can draw lines and things um, onto the screen of a video as it's playing and kind of get some really cool information from it. So I'm just going to, I'm going to pull up my desktop very quickly here and see if it gets the right one. And it does, it didn't. So we will grab a different one. Let me see here. Oh, darn it. Should have worked on this one a little bit. There we go. That worked. Okay. Okay, cool. See those now? All right. So this one right here is... Who is this? This is Simpson. Okay, so Simpson. So what I basically did is I would draw a line where they had the club initially, and then I draw another line where uh, they hit impact. And then, you know, the, the cool thing about V1 is it'll give you this sort of a, a readout of this four degrees. So um, Webb Simpson, he will take the club back. This lower line for him is where he started, where the club was when he started taking it back. So this was initial lie angle. And then when it came into impact, we'd have impact lie angle, which is right here. So that is four degrees. Okay, so let's start seeing then if we have, you know, if we see some kind of a trend there. Um, so this is initial lie angle here, the lower line, and then plane angle and impact. Let's call it that. That's probably easier. So let's get rid of that. And so that's Webb Simpson. He's four degrees. Now, Phil Mickelson, I, I just switched him around just so we could, just so we could kind of keep it all together. But again, Phil Mickelson came up on this lower line here, which would then be initial, initial lie angle, and then swing plane at impact was there. Again, four degrees. Okay, we're starting to see, we're starting to see something here. Oh, let's save it. We're starting to see something. Adam Scott, okay, same thing. So he comes up here on this line underneath, and then centrifugal force, his arms kind of go up and he comes in and hits the ball here again, four degrees. Okay. So less than five degrees is looking pretty good right now. I'll save that one. And Rory McIlroy, this will be kind of our last one then. So Rory McIlroy, again, older swing. This is before he's got Nike on his hat, right? But anyway, 3% is what Rory was at. And so, yeah, so initial lie angle. And so we'll get rid of that. Actually, we'll just go right back to the camera. Cool. Okay. So initial eye angle then and swing plane angle at impact is very important. These guys had, every one that I looked at was, and it didn't matter if I was looking at a Champions Tour or if I was looking at guys that are playing now, it didn't matter any of that. They were basically under five degrees. Um, there was a Marco Mira that was six degrees, but he was the only one. Everybody else was less than, and he may have just had a bad swing that one time, right? Or was doing something funky with it. But that's essentially it. So when we go to start working on our games, is it, is it, um, is it hard to kind of get that, um, to get that number? There's a few ways to do it. I obviously just showed you one. If you get that, the V1 app, and I'll bring it back up here. So if you get the V1 app, let's bring it, where is it? So if you get the V1 app here, and let's see if I have, with the different videos, what if I can get one of, Will this come up maybe? Oh dear. So this is, oh dear.
and they get mad at me though, all right? Anyway, yeah, so you can take this video then and you can stop it anywhere and you can draw really cool lines. You can draw very cool lines about video save. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Get this down, edit video, no, I don't need to do that. Sorry about, there we go, okay. So once you get it up here, then you can do some really cool things with this. You can get the initial. So this is how you're able to do it with this. You go ahead and draw the lines, and then you're able to, to go ahead and see what, uh, what your swing's able to do. So we'll go ahead and, let me see here. I'll get this to full length, and we'll make some edits on here. Boy, this is not working at all. Uh, anyway, so. They changed the app. I'm sorry. So anyway, you could go in and draw. I'll do a whole nother. I'll do a whole nother thing on that. So you can go in and draw these lines, and then the V1 app, the V1 app will actually let's get out there. The V1 app will actually there back here to me. Okay. The V1 app will actually then put in those degrees that you saw me doing there, right? So, and usually your initial plane angle is going to be underneath your impact plane angle. Okay, but we just want to make sure that that stays with under five degrees. That was pretty consistent from all the tour players. Now, if some of you are uh, swing bite aficionados, then you can also do it with swing bite. So this is a, a program called swing bite. And I don't know if, uh, if any of you have seen this. This is one that I use a lot here in the office that I enjoy immensely. But if you go and look, if you go and do down the target line, you can kind of see this idea. This is my swing here. You kind of come up and then you can kind of see that the club comes down. Boom, it goes a little taller there. That's sort of down the line. I really love to look at the over the head view here. And that's where I kind of measure my, to see how my swing plane is on target there, right? There's the target line and swinging over above. But the cool thing about this is once you get done with your swing at impact, then you can, see, you can see here you've got plane angle. This plane angle is at impact. And then if I go back here, my initial plane angle was 55 degrees. At impact, it was at 60 degrees, so right at five degrees. So that's a cool way that you can kind of check to see if your swing plane, initial swing plane, and your impact swing plane are within those five degree marks. So two ways to do it, really. If you've got a tool like this, they will usually give you plane angle at impact and then also give you a, what they call a initial line angle. Now using software like this, it's important to not get too freaked out about the numbers. When I play with this thing, I keep it pretty simple. I look at my uh, head speed. The one problem with swing bike that you'll notice, and I know that they're not actively selling these right now, but I have been talking with them and hopefully they'll get back live again. But the head, the head speed isn't very accurate, so you have to ignore it, but it's accurate to itself, right? So when we go in and measure different tips and techniques and whatever, I can measure to see, hey, if my normal seven iron in this situation is 75 degrees, that's my club head speed on swing bite, then I can see if it's faster or slower than 75, than 75 miles per hour. And that's the, really the only way to use it. It's got a nice little ratio thing here. I don't really look at that very much. Ratio is pretty consistent, but I definitely look at swing plane angle. I definitely look at the four lines, the plane lines to the target line. And I definitely look at, and I definitely, oops, excuse me. And I definitely look at initial line angle here. 
because this gives me really good information. But other than that, that's really all you need to get really dialed in inside, right, are these data points. I don't look at LinkedIn address. I don't look at, so it says here, initial LinkedIn address and lean forward at impact was seven degrees. I added forward shaft lean. Don't really care about that. I can figure that out really quickly when I'm out on the golf course. Um, I've got, it says I added five degrees, lie angle, attack angle is nine degrees down. Face at address was zero. Uh, well, here it says face at address was 11, but here it says face at address was zero. I don't know. Face to path six degrees, path into out, whatever. None of those numbers make any, none of those numbers make any difference to me when I'm inside. All those can be easily worked on outside when you can see your ball flight. So I only look at the numbers that make a difference when I'm inside without a ball, which is, again, head speed, ratio is kind of consistent. Plane angle, your lines here for your swing plane. And I love to down, look down the target line. And this is, so this is down the line view. When you are measuring your down the line view, you want to make sure, maybe this will help us here. So I had a video sent in to me the other day and I had a really hard time analyzing it because the camera view was kind of over here. So you want to make sure that when you set up your video and you send in a video to get help, that you want the club angle, you want the, um, the video angle right down the hands. Right, right down the hands. That is the best angle in order to see everything and how it works. So if you are going to do a video, I, I just recommend going and setting a, a, setting a club down. Let me see if I've got this here, if you can see it. Oh, there you go. Okay, so let's stop it. So you can see I have laid down a club underneath my hands. So I know where to position the video camera exactly, which is just straight back behind here. And so I will just position my phone, I actually just use my phone and I will position it so it's directly behind my hands. And then that gives me the ability to measure all kinds of things. I can measure, you know, I can get up and see, a little laid off there, huh? But then I can measure all kinds of stuff, where it's going right now. Um, because I've got this, I'm associated properly, the camera's associated properly behind me down the line, right? So then I can, when I come back in, I can measure this, initial lie angle here and I can draw a line there and then I can come back in when I'm finished at impact and I can draw a line right there and then I can compare the two and see how many degrees different that is. Okay, so that hopefully is helpful. We'll get out of that to you. But really cool question. I am grateful to um, who sent it. I'm very grateful to uh, you, Nick, for sending it in. It was a great question. Yes. Initial lie angle and a lie angle at impact do make a difference. They are important. The tour pros do pay attention to it. They do work on it and they want to keep it under five degrees. You can measure that either with a device on your club or you can do it quite easily with the V1 um, app and then just have your phone set up behind you right down your hand line. If you have it set up that way, then you can easily dive, you can put the line Oh, it wasn't very easy today for me, but you can put the lines in, especially right after you've done a video, the tools just come right up. So then you can draw the lines down and you can see the difference between your initial and your plane impact, uh, plane angle, and see if it's within 
less than five degrees. That makes a huge difference in consistency of, of the consistency of your game. Another cool thing that you can see is if, it, if you're finding that that's widely different, then take a look at your divots. We may de you may need to go in and get fit to make sure that you have the proper initial lie angle in your club. And we've definitely seen that happen. You'll see like the toe go way down and, and then they're you know, out of whack by eight degrees. Well, the club just wasn't bent properly for them. It needed to go a little more upright. And so then they were able to make those adjustments and, and then they were able to get underneath that five degrees super easily. So that might also be an indication that the clubs just aren't setting up right for you in your swing and your swing plane. So hopefully that's helpful. Thanks for everybody that's jumping in. We've gotten all kinds of comments this week. It's the most ever. Some really great questions. Uh, got some awesome stuff on YouTube. Created quite a stir on the uh, Hank Haney video. Woo! It's had some positive and some very negative things to be said. Um, I won't talk about Hank Haney today, maybe tomorrow. But we've got a, the Canadian the Canadian Open tomorrow. Cool tournament, half Canadian. Oh, Canada. Going to be fun to watch. Enjoy it. And we'll talk again tomorrow, I'm sure, about the next awesome thing that comes up. And again, I've been able to do a ton of shows off questions. So keep throwing them in there. This is tons more fun than trying to come up with something on my own when we have a cool question. I appreciate it. Until next time, Aaron Stewart saying better, better data always means better golf. And we're out. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com. And we'll see you on the next episode.